There's a myriad of personalities within a church building, but we are all a part of the body of Christ, and he is our head. So today's discussion is just talking about how we all have our place. Welcome to the 3D Disciples podcast, where we're working together to develop disciples who display God's love as we deploy into God's world. Join us on this journey by liking, subscribing, and following this channel. I'm your host, Hannah, and alongside us is the pastor of FBC Clarion, Jason Hunter. May Jesus help us climb to new heights. Winnie the Pooh. Are you familiar with that cartoon yeah. characters? Okay. Some. So, well, what characters? Kind of favor him. Yeah. What characters can you name from? Winnie. <laughs> the well, poo. I think which, it's just poo. Which I, I had a, la- a Labrador named Pooh Bear for yeah. my first Labrador. There you go. Piglet, best friend. Yep. T I double gar Tigger. <laughs> yep, yep. Eeyore. Yep. Um, a rabbit, and, and then Christopher Robin. Oh yeah, and then there's also the very wise. Oh owl. Owl. Yeah, I figured a lot of people maybe listening would be familiar with Winnie the Pooh. So I have a couple jokes. Oh boy. In regards to these Pooh characters. Why did the owl invite Pooh and Tigger over? I have no idea. He didn't want to be all by. Oh, he didn't want to be owl by himself. Owl by himself. <laughs> um, what is a rabbit's favorite style of music? Uh, quiet. I don't know. Hip hop? Hip hop. That one's lame. <laughs> Your dad, your dad jokes are getting better and better. <laughs> I steal them from online. Okay, so anyways, I was talking about Winnie the Pooh because I. So today we're talking a little about the body of Christ. Okay, and another topic too about how we love each other in this body. So I can think of some Eeyores that are in the body of Christ. <laughs> they you know the people that are kind of just like they'll be asked good morning, and Eeyore would say. I suppose it is for some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just trying to think like. She doesn't mean our church in particular. No, she means not the our church, church universal. Yes, I do. <laughs> I don't actually, I can't think of anyone specific in the church like that. But, um, you know, I've just kind of struggled with the people who can be, turn everything a little negative. So I was just wondering, do you have any thoughts on how I can unify with someone that does turn everything you say into something bad like what's their part in the body what's their part yeah. in the body because certainly eeyore had his part in winnie the pooh and we all love him and enjoy him but yeah i don't i don't know if a if a, a depressed person necessarily has a, a part I, I think <laughs> um but just accepting i mean really and i think the the pooh characters are kind of representative of personalities mm-hmm. you could probably do a personality test and figure out which character you are yeah, i think there's some kind of child psychology involved in the whole poo series yeah yeah um but i think the part of the idea behind the body of christ is that we do accept each other as we are mm. and and then that uh people are like they are and um you know and and learning to accept that and appreciate mm-hmm. people for that. Um, yeah, because the drive, at least for me, and I, even in the show, the Winnie the Pooh, they're always like trying to like hype him up and get him happy and like put a smile on his face. But like he continues to remain the same. And so like yeah, I think it is the same where you just you do try to accept them for what they are. But 
It's yeah, and, and 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 I, I kind of said that, but I actually do. <laughs> I can think of some specific people that are kind <laughs> some of... Some piglets, some tiggers. So, so I can think of, yeah, I can think of some tiggers and some eeyores. I can, I, I, when I think about them, I, can, I have faces <laughs> yeah. that, that pop in my brain. Yeah. Um, but because I know these people and I know they all love Christ, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I don't question their conviction about who Jesus is. I don't question their conviction about the love of Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, life has handed them some challenges or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. They have some personalities. Yeah. Um, and, and I think learning, because, you know, part of the body of Christ and, and as we get into loving others, mm-hmm. you know, we go back to that first of the big three, like self-denial. Mm-hmm. And, and learning how to deal with people that are different than you are and accepting them mm-hmm. as they are mm-hmm. is such a, a good self-denying practice. Mm-hmm. And and so I really believe, um, I think I may have said this before, but like the church is a place for us to practice getting along with all sorts of people mm-hmm. so that we can go into the world and get along with all sorts of people, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so that this is a good training ground for dealing with real people Mm -hmm. and um and so yeah i mean i just keep thinking about winnie the pooh because i mean there's probably each type of character is an interest to someone and also a turn off to someone like Mm -hmm. maybe someone's like i don't really like a person who has to be wise all the time and say what they want to say like an owl you know yeah well and to be you just think about how much you have to deny yourself mm-hmm. to be with that person that rubs you the wrong way, mm-hmm. that personality that clashes with yours. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, that's that's a challenge. But I mean, it, this is it's really where you practice. Yeah. yeah, this is part of being the body, right? Yep. And then I had another question. So, can someone be a part of the body even though, like, whatever level faith they have? So, like, I'm thinking of someone who maybe grew up in the church believing Jesus but has grown into adulthood and doesn't really have that level of trust anymore with with Jesus and doesn't really listen to the commands like is is do they have a part in the body they just don't see it anymore do they have a place yeah, yeah I would say yeah they have a place the, the and and what is really important for those people to see is you know, if you're amputated from the body, that's not healthy for the body or mm-hmm. for the for the part that's amputated. Mm-hmm. And that we have a, a place, there's a place for you, and you would be better off, and we would be better off if you were filling that place. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, that's one of the, the things that I, I'm working more and more on is trying to help people find a place and the and the part of that scripture that talks about the body of Christ is really clear that there is no unimportant parts and so a lot mm-hmm. of people are like oh I don't really matter um, but you do mm-hmm. you do and 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 even with your struggles or even with your doubts or even with whatever it is you might be in you know in your spiritual walk mm-hmm. We're better off having you here than not having you. Mm. We're better off having you here asking questions and struggling. Yeah. You know, you're better off being here struggling. Yeah. You know, because there's so many people like, I want to get it together. And once I get it together, then I'll, then I'll kind of chip in Mm -hmm. and like, no, we're actually better off with you getting it together while you're chipping in. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that. I think that's a really good thing for listeners to know is like, 
where you describe the spiritual walk, no matter where you are in that, like you are, you have a place here and maybe that place will change. Well, you know, you, th you, you think about this, you know, let's, so you're a bicep, right? Mm hmm. Well, it's better to have a weak bicep than no bicep. <laughs> yes, this is uh, true. You, you know, yeah, I mean, because yeah. you know, the bicep can grow and get bigger. Yeah. You yeah. know, but if, we, if, it, if it's gone, the arm doesn't bend at all. No. Nope. And so that, you know, so it's better to have a, a weak muscle than, yeah. than the muscle to be gone. Yeah, I like it. Another thing that you had mentioned in the sermon is that fat equals potential energy. <laughs> <laughs> I love this little tidbit. <laughs> Um, just a quote. You said, in the body of Christ, we have a little bit too much fat, a little bit too much potential. We sit around and we hear and we study and we learn, but we don't activate that energy, which, you know, you twisted it into something beautiful. Um, <laughs> so do you think... I'm sure I got the people's attention to begin <laughs> yes, with. Yes, fat. No one ever says that word. Um, so are you think we're starting to burn off some of that potential energy or starting to burn that potential energy now that we've started the 3D journey? Um, I think we're moving in that direction. Okay. Um, I definitely see more engagement. I see people thinking about being engaged and, and taking parts. I think when we move into the next D's, display mm -hmm. and deploy, that... That'll really that, kick it off. That, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll go on a real fat-burning <laughs> journey. <laughs> off the couch, yeah, man. Yeah, we're going to go into, you know, what's it? Uh, one of those... One of those real heavy... There were some really popular ones that were exercise programs. Oh, like P ninety X. Yeah, P ninety X or Insanity or oh, what? Yeah. yeah, like we're gonna start our P ninety. <laughs> we're gonna start our P ninety X when we get oh, into, no. to the display and the deploy because yeah. it it will be a place for people to use that potential energy. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, you know what? What is it you're passionate about? We need people doing this. We need people doing that. But but I, but I, across the board, I do think there's a, a lot more. You know energy being expended a lot more mm -hmm. people trying to find a place and do do and engage and mm -hmm. i feel like i've board. seen it but you mean you see it the church more as a whole being the pastor but just as an attendee i feel like i have and also from myself too um so how how often as a pastor have you seen potential energy stored away versus how often you've seen your church alive and using that potential because that should make sense like a ratio of like how often are we just being potential and how often are we actually using like kinetic energy if anyone uses physics um yeah i don't know are we stuck in potential a lot i guess is where i was thinking because that was kind of the whole point of like starting a 3d journey is like okay were we a church that's going to die or are we going to church that's going to come alive yeah I, and um yeah I, I don't really know mm -hmm. um Again, because I think we're we're doing more, and, and you know, there's some people engaging in lots of areas, and and I'm I'm terribly encouraged by that. Um, but I'm sure there's some some potential out there. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I guess the thing that comes to mind when you ask that question. So, I think one of our our one of the places that we we, we start to be more potential than action is there, there used to be this kind of mentality that, you know, I do this for a while and then 
there comes a time for me to rest. There comes a time when, oh, somebody else needs to do this. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, I've done my turn. I've taken my, my turn at doing whatever it is. Now somebody else needs to do it. And kind of like a retirement kind of mm -hmm. uh, mentality. Mm -hmm. um, one, with the current state of the church and um, some, some research I've been studying recently, um, church the church, especially the evangelical church, nationwide and worldwide is shrinking and um and population is growing uh, at a rate that it hasn't especially in america since the the baby boom after the world war ii is the first time that we um that that our birth rate is above that of mm -hmm. world war ii and so our population is growing but the church is declining and so we're gonna have to figure out how to do all the things we've done, you know, there's going to be, so basically there's going to be, there's going to be lost, there's going to be more yeah. lost people mm -hmm. for us to reach and we're going to have less people to do it with. So we're going to have to do more with less. And so mm -hmm. that means this, the, the mentality of when, when the church was really kind of thriving back 30, 40 years ago where people could serve for 10 years and then say, okay, I've done my share. Now it's time for somebody else to do that. We, we don't have that replacement kind of coming anymore. And mm -hmm. so that means people are going to just, <laughs> have to keep serving yeah you know in some yeah. capacity for us to continue to function because there's going to be more lost people but less volunteers yeah. and so we're gonna have to do more with less yeah and like, well, I guess that question came from like I would like a true assessment of where we are and that's a true assessment as to like what we're fa what we're going to face and we are facing yeah and and really that's one of our next hurdles that's one of as a church I think that's kind of the next hurdle that's actually over the next few months uh, with the elders and, and some other leadership, we're starting the process of trying to evaluate, one, where we are in culture, what the, what's the condition of the, the church, and meaning the bigger church, our church being one of those, um, what's the current state of culture, what's the current um, attitude towards evangelicals, you know, mm -hmm. and, and determining what what ministries and things we are going to do, how we're going to do them, why we're going to do them. And so we're, we're going through that whole process of trying to set like that direction for us. And so that's really the next, next phase that we're moving into. When we first started this launch, we had kind of five phases. Mm -hmm. Phase three is the 3D journey is really phase three where we're developing, displaying, and deploying. That's mm. kind of working on our, philosophical understanding of what we want to be phase four is where we start to implement some of that stuff for the really the actual mm -hmm. action of display and, and the actual uh action of deploying and so it's time for us to start considering how or what and how are we going to do those things yeah yeah i didn't know there were five phases <laughs> that's, well, that, that's kind of how we laid it out to begin with yeah yeah, yeah. um there's another thing that i've been thinking how this conversation relates to like our society today is also there's a, a word called like body dysmorphia. I don't know if okay. you've ever heard of that. So basically it just means that when someone looks at themselves, like they are not looking like their body is dysmorphic from what it actually is. Like they think they're, you know, too chubby here or their nose is too large here, but to someone else looking at them, that's like, no, it's perfectly shaped. Like their brain literally sees it differently than it physically is. And so I guess that's kind of what I think might be a problem today too and within the church body is like we might see ourselves a certain way or someone else a certain way and that's actually not the way it's truly represented. Yeah, um, most of us, well, there, 
this might go along the idea that there's some, I forget what it used to be, but or, or and it may have changed now, but most people would say something to the effect of when you think of yourself, you know, and you picture yourself in your mind's eye, you always see yourself like 10 or 15 years younger than you actually are. Mm -hmm. And so the, the person you think you are in your brain when you think about yourself is a younger version of you. Mm -hmm. Um, and interesting that you're yeah that you generally think of like what you're able to do you know huh. what your stamina is and, and just this kind of general perception of yourself is a is 10 to 15 years younger than your actual age yeah um and that's probably more what the church does yeah it's like when the church evaluate when the people think of that what their church is they tend to have a and i would probably say 15 20 year like people evaluate our church right now thinking of 2000 or mm. thinking of 1995 that's what our church is like and they and and so really and so that that mirror image of themselves is is dated mm -hmm. and and so that's kind of what i'm going to be doing with the elders like okay we gotta we gotta look in the mirror really honestly and say hey i'm not 25 anymore i'm 53 <laughs> you know mm -hmm. kind of idea and and so that means I, I don't have the stamina I had. I, I don't hear as good as I used to hear. I need reading glasses now, you know, like, mm -hmm. and because only if you can really truly evaluate yourself in that kind of way, can you decide what you can and need to do and so forth. And so, but yeah, mm -hmm. that's, that's probably how I would say that applies to the church. Mm -hmm. And just a thought that came to my head just as you were talking is, so I, I've been interacting with someone who, grew up in the church and has been far away from it for a very long time. And I've been trying to figure out how to talk to them about like, they, they talk a lot about how their life is difficult. They have a lot of depression issues and you know, just they're lonely. And I, I guess I was thinking of trying to explain to them perhaps that they're cut off from the vine and like, that's mm. where their source is. And like this conversation about having like the body of Christ is like, just, you know, maybe that's a good way to approach it. I don't know. But I've been like, seeking the spirit a lot on that one. Well, and, and so I, I have a, I've had a couple that I've, I've counseled, and they're, and they're not particularly connected to any church. I don't know that they've ever been connect, particularly connected to a church. Um, but I talked to them pretty openly. Like, my, my appeal to them as they were just struggling in life is, like, you need community. Mm -hmm. You know, and, like, I just want you to come meet some of these people and let them get to know you because you'll like them and they'll like you mm -hmm. and you'll have this community, you know, and, and would that hopefully lead to a faith? Would that hopefully lead to a conversion? Would that hopefully lead to a relationship with Christ? Well, sure. Mm -hmm. But, but, but it would be really, but if it didn't, which I hope that it would and pray that it would and in some ways would expect that it would, Yeah, it would be really good for them to be, part of a community mm -hmm. and that's what i would tell your friend like you're bearing burdens alone that there's people who will be glad to bear with you and yeah. they're not going to be preachy and they're not going to be yeah you know they just want to love you yeah and, and i've thought that too but, but where i was stuck at is this person doesn't live in our area so uh, i don't know what church i'm like oh just go to a church somewhere and i don't know what they would put themselves into i yeah. guess so that's where i'm stuck there but i mean i agree with you completely the the community aspect is going to make a big difference. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's also something that we would challenge our church members to do is when we see someone come in to be that community for them and be the body of Christ. 
And because there's people out there looking for it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I've had some conversations even with some of our online campus people, and they even get community. And, and I never expected it, but they're like, even just watching and being part of, of this online, mm-hmm. they feel a connection there. And, 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 it, and they're like, and we're, we're planning on coming to, you know, in person sometime, and we're wanting to do that, yeah. and, you know, and, and they, they start to identify, like, this is my church, and, and yeah. it, it, it's kind of amazing. It is. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Our prayer is that you've heard something today that will help you be a better disciple of Jesus Christ. We also want to encourage you to make sure you take your next step in your discipleship journey by considering what it is you would do about what you heard today and then go and do it. Finally, we want to invite you to join us at 1030 on Sundays, either at our Main Street campus in downtown Clarion between Dunkin' Donuts and McDonald's or online at fbcclarion.com. God bless.